Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cult Classic Podcast. Uh, Cameron Jones here with my co-host. Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Uh, it is the season. We are keeping up with cult classic tradition of giving you a baseball movie in the spring summertime. So we're, uh, we're Even not... Even though you already know what it is by clicking on... You know, the actual episode. Oh, I bet you're surprised. These, I bet maybe you haven't seen it. These intros mean <laughs> nothing. But I do them yeah. anyway for the people, Jordan. For the people, it's the 1994 movie, Little Big League. When the owner of the Minnesota Twins baseball team suddenly dies, he leaves the team to his grandson, Billy, a devoted baseball fan who has an impressive understanding of the game's history and mechanics, even though he's flunking algebra. Dedicating the season to his late grandfather, 12-year-old Billy must juggle his life as a kid and his work on the road. With a reluctant team that doesn't want to take orders from Billy, he has to find a way to bring his team together while trying to find time for his friends at home. If you've already seen The Sandlot, Angels in the Outfield, and Rookie of the Year, then you don't need to watch Little Big League. Uh, directed by Andrew Scheinman, starring Luke Edwards as Billy Haywood, Timothy Busfield as Luke Collins, John Aston as Mac McNally, Kevin Dunn as Arthur Goslin. This movie feels like the unchaperoned version of Rookie of the Year, but don't worry, I'm sure we'll have plenty to say about that later. This is um, the answer to, hey, can we make Rookie of the Year at this studio? We sure can. <laughs> the deep impact to Armageddon. That's the answer. The Minnesota Twins baseball team just got a new owner. So it's another kid gets an absurd amount of responsibility and needs to juggle that with being a kid. We had a bunch of those in the 90s, it feels like. It's 1993, and you make the most reasonable decision. Let him manage the team, for Christ's sake. Let him play. Let play. Let him play. So this movie, in my opinion, might not be great, but it is a nostalgic movie from the 90s, so you might have that for you. Major League is about to experience a minor problem, and he's 12 years old. Little Big League. Right, on to cast and crew. This movie is directed by Andrew Scheinman. Looks like, look, appears to be his only movie. He's hmm. One and done. only, a one and done, huh? One and only. I actually think it's called Your Life's Work. When you nail it, you fucking quit. You <laughs> Your know? Life's Work. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be something sad. It's, He's actually dead, guys. That was probably like the, just the end of his career. <laughs> he did produce a, a couple other films that you've heard of When Harry Met Sally, A Few oh, Good Men, and, and Stand By Me. Um, so, so, major he, movies. That's yeah, odd. so he produced those. Uh, writer Gregory K. Pincus. Uh, wrote uh, a few Disney Channel original movies that you will recognize. Alley Cat Strike. Just watched that the other night. Quince. Never. Picture, Picture Perfect. And uh, he also did the animated Godzilla series. Huh. Real quick thing about Alley Cat Strike. No way that little trick, the spin ball trick is going to oh, work. Oh, no. The spin at the end to get you that split. You can't pick up You can't pick up that split. Um, um, if you're a little bit older than these two or way younger, just like me, I don't know what Alley Cat Strike is at all. It's a bowling it's movie. Fine. Billy Haywood this is, is the main little kid who ends up um, inheriting the team. Is uh, played by Luke Edwards. He's in Newsies. That's who? He's not one of the mains. No, he's no. a little brother. Oh, is he? Yeah, man. Oh, shit. My bad. Then he is a main. He is a, he is a main. main. Oh, he he's like, <laughs> grew up a little bit. Shine your shoes for papers, miss, or something, whatever. They're trying to breed him. Well, I know his best role. Um, yeah, it's Billy Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luke Collins is played by Tim Timothy Busfield. He's um, 
in the West Wing and Field of Dreams. He, yeah, he just you, you remember him he from seemed the really 90s. Familiar. Yeah, he's a brother-in-law from the Field of Dreams. Uh, I'm gonna kind of go through these quick, just because there there is a lot of them. Some keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. go through it. Uh, John Ashton is uh, played by Mac McNally. He's in Beverly Hills Cop one and two. Ashley Crow um, is the mom. Jenny Haywood. She's in Minority Report, Heroes, and The Good Son. Oh, Heroes. She's the wife. Yeah, that's where I know her from. Arthur Goslin is played by Kevin um, Kevin Dunn. Small soldiers. Small soldiers. Transformers. I mean, Transformers. He's he's the fun dad in a lot of things. You, you he's the you dad. Know who yeah. He is. Mm-hmm. Small soldiers comes up a surprisingly amount of this. It's because movie. of me. Yeah. He does get well, his way into oval offices and security things in movies a lot, like a general kind of vibe. No, I understand that you guys like small soldiers, but what I'm saying is that a lot of people in the movies we've done either worked on the production of small soldiers or were in small. It soldiers. does come up it's a lot. Crazy. It really it's got is a lot weird. of tentacles. Like more than I would imagine, and probably the listeners like, yeah, I guess it does come up every third episode. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Silverman uh, plays Jim Bowers. Weekend at Bernie's and Good Girls is what I just saw him in. Let's see. Michael Papajohn plays Tucker Kane. Cool name. Cool no, name. No relation, I believe. To Papa John. Yeah, that that one aged poorly. He's like, ah, I'm Mr. Papa John. But then like Papa John got real racist outward and everything. He's like, oh. A little little small role from Jeff Garland at the beginning. He plays like one of the little league coaches. Yeah, a little cameo. Oh there. yeah, I that that did jump Wilbur's. off the screen to me. Is that about it? I mean, it is a big cast. It's a baseball yeah, that's about, movie. I mean, so anytime you have a team or like a war movie, I mean, it's a ton of people. But I'm pretty uh, sure the whole like Indiana, uh, uh, Cleveland Indians are just themselves. Yeah, that and makes sense. Ken like Griffey Jr., Randy Johnson. What is it? Run around Sue montage. Like the the whole um, opposing team is just all like the, yeah, the team. Oh, real, that's cool. Real yeah. decade accurate baseball teams. So that's, yeah. did you list the? Did you list a grandpa Jason Robards? Oh no, I didn't. He's in a bunch of stuff, but uh, he played the grandpa lot in like Parenthood, which is what I know him from the Westerns. most. Yeah. Anyway, Jason like Robards, yeah, Thomas Haywood, huh? I missed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we? That's it. Should we move it on to Unverified? Welcome to Unverified and Cult Classics Movie Phone. It's June 29th, 1994, and currently in theaters, you could have seen The Lion King. Might have been my first movie in theaters, actually. Solid. Um, it's one of my earlier ones, for sure. Speed with Keanu Reeves. Go back and check out her Speed episode. Cons. Cons. Cons! Wyatt Earp, the Western. City Slickers mm-hmm. 2. Not bad. And... It stinks! And I'm also seeing here Shazam with Sinbad was released in June of 1994. Wait. You sure it wasn't nope. with Shaq? No, was it Kazam? Moviephone.com. list Shazam with Sinbad, and I sent you all the photo like a couple days ago. There's no Shazam with... with. Shut up. No. Are you thinking that it's 1994's first No, kid? I sent you guys with the picture, a... and I highlighted it with an arrow. You, I've sent you the proof. It's on. The, it might not be real, but it's online. Well, it's fake. Don't believe everything you said, and that goes... Double for what anything we say in this podcast. <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a fucking salt. What are they? A salt, salt mine. Lake. Take a lot of salt. Uh, so that's what you could have seen, but you decided to see Little Big League. So what do you guys have for uh, fun facts on this one? Um, the broadcaster in this movie is the actual Minnesota Twins broadcaster up until 2011. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Uh, 
His name's John Gordon, and it's got one of my favorite moments. Obviously, in these baseball movies, there's a lot of funny banter for mm-hmm. the broadcaster, but it, it's just funny how they actually tell a stat. They're like, that's the longest hitting streak in the month of July between the 12th and the 3rd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. That, that, the way that grew on me is like, they nailed it there. Uh, kind of a similar with that. Scott uh, Patterson, who played the Twins pitcher Mike McGreevy, uh, he actually was a professional baseball player, uh, minor league level and major league uh, organizations during the 80s prior to becoming an actor. Oh, yeah. So he's the guy at the end with the mustache that... The one that looks like he actually has hit. pitching for him. Yeah, but he he looks like he's fifty four. <laughs> he definitely like he would have been he definitely looks a little sure. off for sure. I didn't find too many notes. What else do you guys have on this one? I thought McGreevy was the like the asshole who was kind of like trying to like make make Billy look bad. Yeah. Oh, is that no? It's, it's the mustache it's guy. It's a handle. I think it's a handlebar, handlebar guy. mustache guy. The guy who makes like mm-hmm. a dip gumball and puts it all in his yep. mouth. That's the guy. Yep. Definitely didn't understand what that was as a kid, but I know now. Um, the movie was originally based. Um, the team they were going to choose was the Kansas City Royals, um, but the reason they switched it to the Minnesota Twins is because they had a dome and it would be easier to shoot. Yeah, that makes sense. They're like we can just shoot whenever we want. And now. I mean, honestly, the location go. between Kansas City and Minnesota doesn't matter too much between for me. I mean, it's not like we're t- uh, it's not like we're taking an iconic like Yankees kind of team or like the Cubbies or something like that or Red Sox. It's always interesting to me when when um, movies just take real teams instead of just making like I don't know making a make believe team. I, I I like I it. I do too. I like, I it, like it better. It adds to the believability. It's better. Um, sort of um, going with the dome at the time. It was shared by the Twins, the Vikings, and the Gophers football teams. Um, and you can see the yard lines in the movie, which is kind of I I, I remember watching like Raiders games when I was younger and when they'd play uh, like on the the A's. Infield. I hated those because they had the dirt. I'm like, why are you, yeah. why are you no, making these guys weird. play on yeah, dirt? It weird. I hated yeah, it's always it. Been weird I think they did it in Denver, too. I can't. I, f- I feel like that's right. But. You don't want to share a baseball field with anything. Just let it be a baseball field. It doesn't work for all these so other So this sports. is maybe the biggest actual fact of the movie, but a uh, direct quote here from INDB. Uh, in the climatic scene with Ken Griffey Jr. getting thrown out due to the hidden ball trick, the play is legal. Uh, despite many viewers claiming it isn't, uh, he began on the rubber holding the ball, and then when he feigns the throw, he first steps off the rubber, which means he's allowed to fake a throw or even just, it's not a or even or just walk around. It's Yeah, faking the throw, therefore, is not a balk. Uh, at the time, was called by – so apparently that is a legal trick that they did in the did in the script and did in the movie. That's what I like. They're not dicking us around. I've seen I that like done before. Is, really? I've, not from, not, really? I've never seen a trick play in baseball. I've only seen a boring slogan. Look him up. There's a bunch uh, – not necessarily from the pitching mound, but like – some let's say like um, like the second baseman has the ball and they fake passing it back to the, the pitcher and some guy just kind of like cleans his pants off or something steps off the bag they tag him real quick hmm. so it definitely does happen guess who's looking up a montage of those clips in a second there's a there's a Batman fact because yeah do you have so that the, one Jordan what, yeah so when they're having the conversation at McDonald's oh and I right. can't remember which one of the friends asks is like you think Batman goes through the drive-through well. In Batman Forever, just year, just one year later, in 1995, uh, Batman himself references going through Mc, going through the drive-through, not necessarily McDonald's, but there you go. Uh, I didn't have anything else. There weren't like a ton of yeah, facts on this one, but I think it's because it's not a great movie and there's not much on it. So, with that said, do you guys want to move on to questions, comments, animosities?
All right, so I'm going to take this right off the bat. Cameron just ended the last um, segment saying that this isn't a good movie. <laughs> I actually want to say I think this is a really good movie. No. And I'm in favor of it. And you guys aren't going to agree, and that's okay. And this is where I want to go. Do you like it or dislike it? I, first time viewing? It, honestly, this was my first time viewing. Somehow I missed it. And comparing it to the ones that are similar to it, I didn't like it as much as the other ones but i think a big portion of that is the nostalgia built into it you know yeah it's hard to battle that can i say the two things i really like about this movie in compared to its strong counterpart which is rookie of the year yeah rookie of the year's got more like gimmicks goofs and it's funnier right Mm -hmm. but i uh, as a kid i love that this had so many um baseball facts that was fun as a kid i was big into that you know just like sports facts but two i think it's actually way more of a believable premises I think that like a 12 year old kid would be a great manager for a baseball team because you're so in it, like invested in the sport at that time. I will say maybe sure. whereas, that idea more like so than four some foot medical kid, stuff. I don't care if he's got like, you can't pitch that fast. That just pissed me off. Yeah. Well, I mean, there would always just be the legal things like this would never happen. But I, I do like the the, the feasi- feasibility of like he would know all the history and the mechanics because he's super into it because he's a kid. I think it's got sick cameos. Got Ken Griffey Jr. at the prime time of him. Randy Johnson, that was awesome. Who doesn't like those cameos? Oh, Boomer, we forgot. We forgot Chris Berman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that might be like the yeah. That was a shout out. Okay, so I, I um, will say though, it does. It is much more adult than some of the other ones. Like there's a for po- sure. There's a lot more swearing in this. I mean, uh, as a lot of these '90 movies do, it's aged a little poorly. And there, I mean, even that Batman scene we were referencing, they they throw a hard R in there. But I mean, most of the '90s movies we oh yeah, that did the it. R word. Yeah, they, was, they dropped that, that it pretty hard. hard. I'm like, is that written into the script? They always Jesus. do. They always catch you off on the '90s movies. You're like, oh, we're dropping a hard R and F in here. Oh, didn't see that coming. But I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, apart- but that one really came out of left. Feel. I didn't, apart from, I mean, most it, of the time it does, though. Most of the time it does. Apart from like that, though, I mean, it just there's the porno scene. Like he's just not supervised at all. There are just more adulty themes in this than Rookie of the Year. And granted, I this, mean, and granted, I think that's a Disney movie, maybe. But I, I believe Cameron, you referenced this earlier when we were talking about it. You're like, I've never seen. Um... A player that's gonna like screw oh, somebody's no, mom I've as never, hard. No, as... I've never gotten. I'm gonna fuck your mom's harder vibes than like any other kids movie. <laughs> like it's not like a hey, I have a crush on your mom. I have a romantic interest. It's pretty clear from the beginning. It's like hey, I'm gonna bone your mom. I'm gonna fuck your I'm mom. I'm gonna fuck your mom. There's nothing you, you can, can do almost about tell it. it's not not a Disney movie. Like you'd think this would be like a Disney type of movie, but like because of all the baseball facts and because of all like the the actual fundamentals and and strategy of a like a like the sport of baseball. It's a it Warner Brothers. Le- it is It is a Warner Brothers movie. Okay. Okay. It almost does and lend itself to be like more of like, uh, it's not an adult movie, but like. To reference it to a Disney movie though, um, Mighty Ducks. Uh, what, what What's the kid that's like, doesn't have a dad? Charlie. Banksy. Oh man. Banks would have been like, you can definitely F my mom. <laughs> like, yeah. You can no, no, no. Him. Banks has a mom. Charlie. Charlie sorry. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. Not Banks. Yeah. Oh, Charlie's like, you can fuck my mom. And I prefer that you did. Okay, uh, just real quick, taking it back to the very beginning of the movie, uh, it just kind of upset. Those there's three adults that can't figure out like there's three kids on the base. You assume that one is an umpire. Oh, that pissed me. He off. should know the rules, and the other two coaches. Like no one can figure. Like I don't play baseball. I don't watch it, but I feel like I kind of just know that. There's the guy. Well, and no, else well, is out. just like 
well, he's like, they're all out. They're all safe. Well, neither of those is a logical answer. Yeah, like, you know, it, you had to have watched. All. Yeah, that, that, that kind of made me mad, but that's that's just a throwaway. But so the main thing I kind of want to talk about, he doesn't seem like he would be a manager. They seem just like middle class and there's a disconnect. And there usually is in movies where like, this is oh, this, you're, this you're is saying a gr- that the, his grandpa doesn't seem like an owner, like he's rich. Well, even in Billy, it doesn't seem like they're related to the owner of a baseball team. And I get that a lot of these movies, you want it to be believable and relatable. So you don't want him to be like a shitty rich kid, but right. he seems a little too average, you know? We yep. assume that the grandpa is the dad who's, yeah. I'm guessing, dead. Can, can, his they, parent, they make right? a comment at the beginning. He's like, you need to move off of my son and like find someone new. Like first baseman. Lou Collins sure does. Uh, um, but I don't know that that didn't. I mean, they seem pretty middle class comfortable. But even just like on top of that, like Billy and the grandpa walk to the stadium from the house. Like they're taking a car. Like he's rich. He's an owner. Like we, I get it. You're normalizing him, but it kind of upset me a little bit. Yeah, plus Minnesota, I don't think it's like public transit or anything like that. I I don't know where the metro. Dome you wanted to, to see him a little more cake eater ish yeah a tiny bit if you were gonna make this a little believable if that first baseman's gonna fuck his mom like i don't know maybe just like have him in a nice house too i will say though all having said all that billy has the best life ever that's just a great start like not getting that's the manager present. and the ownership he has a great life you're I'm saying to prior to some... that his life is cushy yeah you're just having a grandpa that's an owner yeah, yeah. going to games all the time it's a pretty good start like without all that crazy stuff we don't know what happened to grandpa he died. I'm, I'm thinking Lou had something to do with this. That could be, or maybe that angry manager trying to, you know, get him off his uh, back. My guess is more um, eyes wide shut type situation. Heart attack and some sort of weird sex party. Yeah, weird sex orgy, eyes wide shut stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, that's what I had in my notes, but I'm open to debate. Um, I do want to say Jason Robards. I really like that dude as a grandpa. I know he's in other things. I will say, like Parenthood. Having this, this was my first time watching it, and I am a big fan of Parenthood just because that was a nostalgic watch for me as a kid. So seeing him as the grandpa again is like, all right, I'm in. Okay. I mean, I read the description, so I knew he was about to die. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know what how rich he'd have to be, but he would be like, I guess maybe in the '90s, not a billionaire, but to own a pro at team li- at any standpoint. Yeah, very rich. At least you have to be pretty wealthy. So let's just talk about this. I mean. Comment animosity. Billy would not have any part of that team until he's 18. He wouldn't be able to be the owner. He wouldn't be able to manage. He wouldn't be able to do shit. Like, granted, this mostly takes place during summer once again, like Rookie of the Year and the other one. So there's only a little bit of school crossover. But doesn't it kind of seem like, does Billy just drop out at some point? Yeah. What happened there? Uh, As far as I'm concerned, if you already own a team, you don't have to go to school anymore. Plus, he was probably going to inherit that anyway. It seems like he's the only grandchild, Mm -hmm. at least that we're seeing, right? Um, So what would you do if you inherited the team? Would you sell it right away? Would you just dick around? Like, what would you do? I assume you probably. Well, I mean, sell for it on baseball, you'd keep the team. Yeah, you'd keep the I team. mean, I don't like baseball, but I'd still keep the team because I mean, how? I mean, Fuck who yeah. doesn't want to be the owner of any sort of team? I'm going to definitely get weird as far as my promotional nights, and I'm going to make a show of it, like semi pro with Will Ferrell, kind of. But like, it's going to be a lot of fun. So you're going to be really run, involved. Oh, you're going to run it into the ground or I'm going to make it more money than ever before. Like we might not get like league association anymore and I might have to make my own pop-up teams to play each other at this point, but it's going to be a show. So here's the animosity. All right. Obviously you would not, I mean, a kid could um, inherit a team, but they wouldn't get to manage it till they're 18. Yeah. Right. But let's assume that you can. He needs a chaperone on the road. It's ignorant that they didn't. That is give him the crazy because he's part. now he's ordering pornos like he's the same porno too. 
That really you better just be me. thankful that all he's doing is ordering porn. You know what I mean? Well, this is year one. I mean, he's still going to... I mean, I'm sure in like a year and a half, he's going to be into so, the So, okay, stuff. How, how old is Billy supposed to be? Like a preteen or like 12? Yeah, I would just guess 12. 12. So I think... I thought about this the other day uh, in preparation for this. This would be a really fun movie to see what he does with the team when he's like 16 and all emo and like pissed off at it. Like, you know, Lou, his stepdad for banging his mom and all that shit. That's when he's really going to run the team into the ground. Or do you want to see, or I guess it is just the money movie Moneyball. Maybe we just see him like as an adult trying this. He's like, I just don't have it in my heart anymore. I do not care about this. Well, right now he's got all that youthful interest that you have in sports. That's what I'm saying. Let's fast forward 30 years to see him broken. Oh, no, that's going to happen. No, he's not going to be broken. He's going to sell his team. That's true. And just, just, be, and just fine. be coasting. Like, his life is made. Yeah. that's what, I mean, from the beginning, that's what I'm saying. He has the best out of everybody. I mean, he's four years away from the home run uh, The home run series, between, like the, the 60 yeah. home runs getting broke. Sell it there at the top, man. Juicing up baseballs? Hell yeah. And I mean, the rookie, the kid kid, like, he loses his power. He's never going back into that money in professional sports again. Maybe as no. a physical trainer. He did get a stepdad as well. He gets a retired burnout. Okay. Had to get Tommy John surgery. This is jumping to the end, but I have to touch on that. That is such a weird part of this kid's movie where at the end he's like, hey, I'm going to ask your mom to marry you. I know this is a very high tense moment, but I think now's the time to ask your permission to marry your mom. And even weirder that it's still that's like, hey, hit me a home run. And he fails. How funny it would be if he's like, (laughs) well, you didn't hit it, Lou. I guess you can't fuck my mom. And it looks like you're not getting your signing bonus either, are you, Lou? Well, here's the deal. He can marry his mom all he wants, but then you can just trade him to any team. Well, any team that'll have him. Which is also a very weird point that Thomas signed Lou at 17 and never traded him. He's been on that team for like 20 fucking years, judging by the looks of him. Groomed so him, that, that's, that's an animosity I have with most kids sports movies, but sports movies in general. I did look up Lou's age. He is only like 35, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm 35. He looks way older than me, but... So I think technically he could be playing, but you know what else I looked up? I'm like, Jesus Christ, he looks like the shortest first baseman in the world, who are normally tall people. Mm-hmm. He's 5'10", which is also my height. Huh. It was really... Eye-opening for you? Just a shot to <laughs> me. I just like man down. I'm like, I can't take this. <laughs> this, this is... um. The the kids baseball movie I've seen the least probably I would say that too it, it probably goes Guys. Angels in the outfield rookie of the year I mean Sandlot for sure is in there Sandlot yeah okay so I've seen Sandlot the most rookie of the year just because it was on TV more I have seen this more than um, Angels in the outfield but that's because I sought it out I really like this movie and I don't think that there's a lot of people that like it I might have had it recorded too at at our home like from TV and somehow once again I still missed it here's something that is very annoying about Billy just a comment he's always bringing up school references and analogies. We get it. You're 12. How about you just break it down in just layman's terms, you dickweed? I don't want to hear about your math problems. Before the grandpa died, it was the same thing. He's like, well, if I don't, if I'm not around here much longer, it's, it, he should go to the game and see Roger Clemens pitch. But it's like, he just kept bringing it, he kept hammering it home like he was just going to. How old like, do you think his grandpa was supposed to be? 90. Because he looked 100, but I bet he was like 64. Yeah, you know. Times were different. Times were you saw the Golden Girls the way they used to look. <laughs> Uh, throw away mean animosity comment. Uh, hair and makeup could not get rid of that kid's unibrow. That's all. Sorry. It was the nineties. He didn't, you let it ride. I, it just bugs me. Just come on. What's, what do what do we, he's a bad actor. So <laughs> just the kid. Yeah. Bad actor. He ain't no JGL. That's all. Oh God. No. I guys, I do want to say, and this is maybe a, 
this, this is a fast forward ahead to next year. I did rewatch Angels in the Outfield. We may have been giving him too much credit for his acting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just, I did, it actually just came on TNT. I watched it this week and in case we had to make a pivot. And uh, that's a weird one. That's a weird fucking movie. That is a weird one. This is, okay. Yeah, I, I'm getting the vibes that I like this movie a lot more than you. A little bit. And that's cool. That's cool. Um, but those two friends of Billy's, mm-hmm. I think they're pretty funny. And that whole lol plot line, that third friend, I think that's pretty spot on with oh, kids. The, how the, the, you treat some kid, one of your friends with disrespect just because they're smaller or something. That is something I, I go. I'm sitting on Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> that is something I felt bad about. But I was like, wow, they really kind of nailed what it is to be either the new kid in or just the smaller kid in the group. It turns out he's pretty good once you let him talk. It's funny, though, that Billy would be like, who the fuck is Lowell? Yeah, I do like those little parts. <laughs> Saw a little shout out to their uh, their little fishing spot. That just reeks of movies from our, our kid time. Oh, I feel yeah. like they throw on a fishing scene in all types I of mean, movies. I mean, Rookie of the like, Year literally has the same thing with their whole boat thing. Yep. We are right now in the sweet spot, though, from like 92 to 90, probably six of every kid movie, sports movie that came out. You got Sandlot, Rookie of the Year, this. Um, little the Giants is probably the Little Zelda Giants. Ones, it's yeah. all of them. Yeah, it is really the heyday. Mighty Ducks. Yep. If you're wondering, are we ever going to do Little Giants? We might, but it'll only be Cameron and Mark talking about it because I'll abstain in silence. <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> we di- didn't we do Little Giants? Yeah, I thought so too. No. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, my bad. Big Green. Big Green. Big Green. Big Green. They okay. say yeah, yeah. Hey, go back and listen to our Little Giants episode. We're real the only The only saving grace about Big Green is Danny Tambor. Uh, no, it's not even Danny Tambor. Really. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, the hand, whoever the Hambino. great Hambino is, yeah, Hambino. So just just a comment, and this the pacing feels weird in this for some reason, especially around the middle. I feel like the rook, rookie of the year has a little more concise, but I feel like we're just getting too much of. Well, I get it. Nope, He's, it's the exact same movie. You just are missing the comic relief of the dude Daniel Stern. That's a big thing. He's keeping like those in between scenes going. Otherwise, it's it's pretty much the same movie. Do you want to know one big difference mm-hmm. in? Most sports movies, kids' movies, there's an antagonist. There's no antagonist in this movie. There's no bad person to root against or anything except, you know, the pressure of the job. That's true. I think that's what it's missing. You need a bad person in a kid's movie. Yeah, that's true. Act two, it's uh, it's it's little Billy's attitude, you know, forgets how to be a kid. He's the yeah, but that also that also happens in rookie of the year. You know, he gets burnt out, he loses his friends. The exact same plot line. We just don't have all those side characters. Richard, it's all the same. I mean, it's no different. But you know what? It does have that every baseball movie, little kids movie. We're playing a pickup game in the streets. We're playing a pickup game on the field. That's how we learn we want to be kids again. Animosity, yeah. the way he says, if I was Billy Haywood, do you think I'd be here with you fucking street urchins? And then the kid's just like, yeah, we are pretty trashy. That felt, that <laughs> yeah. that kind of hurt. I kinda, we are poor. Yeah, jeez, Billy. No, you'd probably be in a hotel room right now watching porn. He's like, you're goddamn right <laughs> well, I would. That's later. <laughs> Same porn movie. You got to switch it up, I think. Uh, the last thing I really have is animosity. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, Mark. I mean, this is probably his first like solo porn experience, although he is an only child, so I'm sure he's I, just... I get it, but Night Nurses from New Jersey doesn't even sound that enticing. No. We're just not into public servants like Night Nurses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, just animosity. The crowd would not be waiting for Billy at the end. He lost the game. They're not going to... Yeah, the no. novelty's over. I mean, he didn't lose a game. Lou lost the True. game. True. But, I mean, you already saw the novelty of him out there. I'm not sticking around. He, like, there's no reason for him to come back. He's going to be there next year. We... He still owns the team. He just won't be on the team. I mean, no, he just won't be Until the he gets old enough to start playing, then he might get on the team. <laughs> 
that cape can't play. It's true. This happens sometimes in movies, like more often than not, actually. Like you want to see the win, but then like you, you have the humbling ending, Moneyball ending, where you know it's like, and you know they didn't quite do it, but they got there. It was, it was about the memories we made along the way. What do we think about those endings? Um, does it make for a better movie from a technical standpoint? Yeah, but do I want them to win every time? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. And does it piss me off that they lose? Oh, you bet. It's you. very rarely I can handle a, a sad ending like that where I don't get my victory in the sunset. I need it kind of. Rookie of the year. He shows you the ring at the end. Yeah, he, he shows you yeah, the, the World thing. Series. They give it. They give it all to you. Yeah, that's. I need that. I need that happy ending. That might be part of it. I will say though, this movie does have a pretty killer freeze frame. Does this one end in a freeze yeah, frame? Yeah, it does. Yeah. You got to. That's you just gotta do all frame. of them? They, I think, almost, I think, all I think of them pretty do. much every 90s kid movie ends with a triumphant, like, six, like a breakfast club fist in the air freeze frame. Yeah. Don't you. Little side comment. Chuck, little Chuck has obviously been watching too much TV land because he brings up Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> and Gilligan's Island. I mean, he's just been, he's been binging that TV land. Mm, I love this. I got to say, island. those... Those two are fucking funny. They almost remind me. I feel like in my in my mind while I'm watching it, they grow into be the. You remember those two guys in the Sonic commercials? Just had a yes. real good rapport. That's what I got. If I could recast those two, <laughs> that's, totally that's what right. I want to do. I feel that like that. They correct. had some. They were the best two kids, like friends, in any of these sports movies. It is weird if how you much you like the, those Sonic guys. That's all. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying that they're one of the best comedic duos and commercials of all time maybe the best i'll give him that <laughs> go back and watch okay, them. I, I, I gave it by to like what do you, average what do you want from me i gave it to him let us know in the comments if you like those sonic guys too did you guys play little league growing up yeah i'm the only person yeah. that didn't i didn't know you had to ask i thought it just happened <laughs> i didn't either <laughs> yeah that's right me although no one else in my family um, asked you all just got put in softball and little league and stuff like, maybe you did ask but it just fell on deaf ears like we're good. yeah i was like please do not sign me up for this it's so hot outside uh but let's move it on to recasting All right, recasting. Let's start at the bottom here. Uh, Jordan, did you have a list, or do you just want me to go off mine? Go off yours, and I'll just join when I got Let's it. just start with the grandpa real quick. That's a pretty big one. Uh, I did Donald Sutherland. I get it. You went old. Just he old. You definitely see him dying. Someone with a voice. Someone who's going to say some epic things that are like, you know, I feel like you I'm about to funny? die. You know what's funny? You could have cast Donald Sutherland in that role in 1994, and you still could cast him in that role today. True. That's true. I mean, it's part, uh, um, he's had the same voice forever. I mean, that's part of it. Well, I'm just saying he looked that old then, and he's, you know, he's probably in his 90s now. Um, I'll give you mine. It's weird, but it's what I felt. Mm. I went old Jimmy Stewart, um, and I think hmm. I'd love it. I mean, I like Jimmy Stewart, so it's hard for me to say no to that, but it's always hard for me to imagine it's something more contemporary. That's true, but it sounds like you are saying no to that. No, I actually like it now that I'm thinking. I mean, because it'd be old Jimmy Stewart, so I mean... I'll throw you a side. I'll, I'll give you a throwaway one. I thought about Burt Lancaster from, you know, Moonlight Graham, old Moonlight Graham. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's move it on to who'd you have as Hodges? That- Robert. I did. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I did Robert Duvall. Oh, nice. Sorry, Mark. I thought. No, no, you're good. Uh, I like Robert Duvall. That works for me. It's a little more just strict. Old just, another, just an old guy. Um, plus, he plays grandpas and he's in the natural good baseball movie, you know? True. Uh, did anyone have Bowers? Bowers is the kind of funny one who is in. Yeah, I got, guy. I got a weird one for you. I got a, yeah, go, go ahead. I got Woody Harrison. 
Okay. That'd be Harrelson. Woody sorry. Harrelson. I could see that. Yeah. I did. I, uh, just, I think he'd be a good wacky pitcher. I did it to uh, 10 and I did Harlan Williams from like half baked. Oh, that's too much. You may it's know like him also much. from uh, what's the Rocket Man? Rocket Man. And I think I think that's it, right? Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch, but you know. Side note: I just saw it in Angels in the Outfield. You see it? I like the wacky pitcher. I don't know why all these sports. I mean, I guess it's just a prototype. I like the offbeat pitcher. Got to have one in all those '90s movies. Did I did did you do his friends? Anybody? No. I have two. I think you already heard mine. I have two kids written down, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know who they are, so. It looks like I looked up some kid actors and wrote some names down, so I'm going to skip the friends. I thought about doing that, but I truly think that if you just de-aged those two um, comedy duo from the Sonic commercials, mm-hmm. those two really funny motherfuckers, it'd, it'd be those guys. <laughs> you love them. Uh, Arthur, the co- which, uh, yeah, yeah. No, which which baseball movie is Busey in? <laughs> Rookie of the Year. He's the pitcher. Okay. For the butt I don't remember if it's Angels. He's the one that's going to fuck his mom. Yeah, yeah. Once you're at the end of your career, you're like, I got to find somebody to... I got to fuck someone's mom. <laughs> I got to fuck somebody's mom. I got to find a home. Uh, did you guys do Arthur, the co-owner, the uh, dad from Transformers? Yeah, I got a good one for that. Oliver Platt. And in fact, I think I'd love that hmm. one. And that's in his time frame. I'd love that. I'm good with Oliver yeah, Platt. Yeah, this is, this is to me, like, the, the sweet spot for Platt's career. Mark, who'd you say? I did Newman. Oh, that works. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, I like Oliver Platt a lot, though. Because that's more fun and playful, which that guy is. He's charming, which that works. I d- yeah, see, that that could be the guy that's bad in this, and I suppose it isn't Rookie there, but there's really no bad character in this movie. Uh, I did David Stratham. That's more like heartwarming and gentle, but not so much like charming. Uh, I'll just have to see who that is. Uh, he's like the manager, or he's like the money. Oh yeah, he's for, he's in he's in a league of their own. We are Marshall. We are Marshall. Oh yeah, I love that dude. Yeah, I know, but that might be a little too soft and delicate and gentle as a par- as opposed to like charming. You know what I mean? Could he be a sneaky good grandpa? Yeah, now that could work. Yes. Actually, that'd be a great grandpa. Very good grandpa. Mm-hmm. That might be the best one that we said. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I actually like that. Uh, how about the mom? Who'd you guys do for the mom? I, Susan Sarandon works for me. I definitely thought of that. I, I definitely thought of that. Kept in nineties, but it looks wise. Kept in nineties. I did Holly Hunter. I like Susan Sarandon better. I went Julianne Moore. Again, the Susan we all Sarandon did a looks like Ju- yeah. yeah. What we really needed to do was find someone like this mom, but you don't know who that actress is by name. So we all went with someone who we do know. Yep, that's pretty much what we usually do. For like, the mom how roles. can I? I mean, I guess I could have just said whoever plays the mom in Mighty Ducks. To me, they're the same person. Yeah, it could have worked for me. Any of the 90s moms. Uh, who'd you guys have as Mac? How did Favreau? Oh, right. Okay, Mac. Uh, Favreau? Okay. That would work for me. I did, I did Fred Ward, who might have just passed away recently. He's from Tremors. Oh, He's uh, the yeah. co-starring with uh, Kevin Bacon. So I've, I've missed this from you the whole time, but fuck it. I'm just going to do Danny McBride. Okay, that works for me. Do I do I think he's a good one, but just eastbound and down specific. Just do it. That makes sense. I mean, he was yeah, baseball throw, man. Uh, who'd you guys have as Lou? Um, I'll go first. I just straight up did Kevin Costner. Throw him in any baseball movie. I'm great. He's got I'm going to F your mom vibes. I'm in. I- I'm totally cool with that. I think you're going to like mine because honestly, I was just looking for somewhere to put him. Because uh, I saw him in something recently, but uh, Gary Sinise, he's gonna fuck that mom. <laughs> Ooh, that one's good, right? Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's, he looks like he could play small stature. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he could play baseball. I didn't have one for him. I don't know why. I just he slipped slipped my mind. But I'm gonna do the charming fellow from uh, Bridesmaids, the Irish Irish lad. Oh, um, Ooh, I like that. He's Chris actually got O'Dowd. the stat- yep. Yes, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, oh, I like him. He's very charming. 
That's fine. Who's got all time? I'm gonna f your mom vibes. That's what I want to do. Hamm. Is that our Mount Rushmore? Yeah, all John Ham. John Ham does have. Or more so, like my mom wants to f him. If anything else, uh, who do you guys have as Billy? Let's just top us up with the main star. I did an even Stevens Shia. Okay, Leboeuf. That works with me. That makes sense. I kept it with someone who might have a crazy uh, knowledge for something and be dead in the eye. I kept Toby Maguire. Doesn't it seem like that's someone who has an inside out of baseball mechanics and be like, no, what happened in the 1918 like World Series was and then, yeah. yeah no. I mean, I can picture how he would do it. Yeah, it's like every... Little Mitchie from Dazed and Confused. How about that, kid? I did think about it, honestly, because I think this kid isn't... I, I was going to honestly do that kind of as a joke, but... Uh... I feel like that would be your guys' recasting because you, you, you really dislike this kid. Um, I've definitely done it before, but I'm going to do Fred Savage because he seems earnest and pompous enough to think he could manage a team. I can, this would be a good I can definitely him, see him in the I Got Too Busy for My Friends stage, too, because Kevin Arnold was such a tray-slamming little whiner. <laughs> yeah, he's a real whiner. He would tell adults how to, how to act. I feel well, like when your only be- friend is Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer ended up being kind of cool, man. Smart. He ended up having sex with a college chick when he was in high school. Pfeiffer was the bomb. Uh, let's move it on to Mount Rushmore, top four. Mount Welcome back to Mount Rushmore Top 4. Because this movie had so many great sport athlete cameos, we're doing our favorite athlete cameos in movies. Jordan's going first this week. Jordan, what's your favorite cameos? Um, Okay, so mine, uh, athletes playing themselves or virgin yep. themselves. I'm going Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in an airplane. Uh, see, I didn't know if anybody would take it, so I want to make sure God that, said. As far as cameos go, that always that, was my that one strikes one. as kind of like a, one of the funniest, you know, just a surprisingly funny one. Yeah, because not I. I mean, he sort of is playing himself, but it it's a good joke in the in the movie. Like it plays harder than a lot of these other ones do. So that was mine. That's, That's a good one, one to take. Mark, you're up next. Who's what's your favorite ca- athlete cameo? So I could go. I could go easy here, but I'm going to go Derek Jeter and anger management. I thought about that one. Funny Ooh. enough, though, I also thought about Derek Jeter and another one. This isn't mine, but just throw away. Derek Jeter and the other guys isn't the other bad guys? either. He's, They're he's made a couple funny. cameos that are pretty good. Uh, mine's going to be a little interesting, but I'm going to take John McEnroe from Mr. Deeds, the uh, the tennis nice. player. Oh. He just plays... I like he just that. He's an angry version of himself. <laughs> you know how to have a good time, Johnny Mac. That, that I do. I, do. <laughs> I haven't I didn't even think about that one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was one. a fun surprising one. Uh so with ours out of the way, let's uh kind of list some honorable mentions for our number four. I feel like we should say uh LeBron James and Trainwreck. I'm not even saying uh the new uh what's it called? The new space, space Jam. Jam. I mean well, you, you gotta could, mention space. Yeah, but Jam. I will but he was funny and good in train wreck, so that actually is an honorable mention, whereas the other one is just a movie he, well that's just a, Shout that, out that's to just a movie. Stoudemire that's just a movie wreck. he's in, you know what I mean? Space Jam, whereas the other one is a cameo. But I think that Space Jam one, all the cameos from the other players count. I would agree with that. Anyone who's not Michael Jordan. Actually, um, as a as a comedy duo, Bill Murray and uh, Larry Bird work for me in that movie quite a bit. They're, pr- they're pretty funny. Yeah, like they might be the best part of that movie entirely. Uh, in the movie Dodgeball, we have two. We have Lance Armstrong and we have Chuck Norris. The Chuck Norris one's just a thumbs up, and that one's funny. Uh, I mean, obviously yeah. Dan Marino and Ace Ventura, the pet detective one. That's big from our age group. Uh, this one's always kind of weird. Brett Favre and something about Mary at the end when he's just the boyfriend. I, I totally forgot that. about right? that. Yeah, he just showed. Yeah. It's just Brett yeah. Favre. 
Well, they always talk about her boyfriend that got like like this star football player, and then it just ends up being Brett Favre. Here's a here's a sneaky one. You may not remember. Do you remember the movie Friends with Benefits? It's got a yeah, I do actually. Yeah, Sean White's in that, up. and he plays like a dick version of himself. Oh yeah, yeah that's actually kind of, is that the Mila, is that the Mila Kunis? Yeah, the Mila Kunis. Uh, one, that one's yeah. actually kind of funny. There was another one that came out just around then too. That was the exact same movie. Oh yeah, that one's with like, like Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, it's like the exact. That's so. That's your. If those are our two movies, the the one that doesn't have Mila Kunis is our little big league for sure. The one <laughs> does that, that make does it better or worse? Dude. I'm confused by your rating system. I'm talking how you guys do it. That's it's the forgotten one. Much appreciated. Uh, we have Tom Brady and Ted too. I don't recall him being necessarily funny in it, but he's in it. I mean, you know, pretty much any movie that's based on that sport, you're probably going to have an athlete cameo. So let us know out yeah. there some of your favorite cameos that we might have missed out there. And thanks for listening to our take on Little Big League. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on social media at Cult Classics Pod. And if you want to help support the station, you can go to patreon.com backslash Cult Classics Pod to subscribe for premium content. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll check you on the next one.